0: Oh, I'm, I was speaking very softly. Oh, okay. It's probably fine.
1: You're doing a Ben Carson impersonation or something? <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> welcome to the Lions of Liberty podcast. Here is your host, your guy, your shining beacon of liberty, Mark Clare. All right, guys. Welcome on back to Lions of Liberty. We are here with yet another one of our Reaction shows the the fifth reaction show for the GOP debates and uh, I I don't know I really feel like we deserve some kind of medal some kind of an award for this because uh, this this was a brutal t- day to get through we really uh, I personally watched about five. Five hours or so of GOP debating today, and that's a uh, that's no easy task for anyone, even the politically uh, politically addicted, I guess, as as many of us are. But let me just talk about who this us is for a second. Let me bring in my my esteemed panel, starting with uh, my man John Odermatt
2: over in Pittsburgh. What's going on? Oh man, I'm uh, I'm delirious. I am I've, I've been completely ISISed out. All I've heard about for the past two two and a half three hours, whatever the heck it's been, is ISIS is going to be at my doorstep. So. And I don't they know have what not. To say. They
0: have yet to show up this evening. I guess they're not here. They're not here. I well, they probably fell asleep. They were up watching the debate and just couldn't <laughs> make it through. Yeah. All right, and uh, are you you having adult beverage there tonight? Th- this late at night? Yeah, I got a
2: little uh, Sweetwater 420, a little uh, Dad's Hat Pennsylvania
0: Rye whiskey. Not, not only are you drinking, but you're you're mixing, you, which I I really can't blame you after after sitting through tonight's debate. Yeah. So um, and and myself, I'm just having a little a nice little cider with a dash of rum, you know, a nice cozy drink. It is a very chilly uh, California evening here. It was uh, actually in the 50s today, guys. So you know. Tough times. Uh, let's move along. We've also got uh, Leesburg, Virginia. Paging Leesburg, Virginia. Mr. Howie Snowden, the Godfather of Lions. Of hey, Mark. How are you wow. doing? How you, you hanging in there? I I hate
1: all the Republican candidates so much right now. All right, even Rand. <laughs> well, the refugee stuff he was saying it's a little irks annoying. me. But besides that, I mean, he's by far way better than all all the rest. But wow, that was that was a long night watching. That uh, neocon love fest, holy shit.
0: <laughs> all right. And uh, three minutes in, we've established that we are going to give, give the explicit label to this episode. I think it's going to need <laughs> it. Quite frankly, I think it's going to need it for, for all of us. And uh, finally, a last minute injury replacement. We've got uh, Brian did a, a really ingenious thing. He faked a back injury to get out of this, uh, and that was a really smart move. So uh, <laughs> to replace him, we have our legal counsel, uh,
3: one Mr. Rico. Always last, usually least as well. How do you have a back injury and you can't Skype? I I don't get that, but.
0: Well, I think it's more, uh, I don't think any body parts can really handle what happened tonight. I
3: feel, I feel numb right now. (laughs) I
0: feel that I will be sore all over (laughs) in the
3: morning. (laughs) It's the worst day ever listening to these people for five and a half hours, but.
0: So, so why don't we just start off uh, briefly, I know Odie didn't see it, but uh, the three remaining of us were all, all up there live blogging the, uh, the supposed kiddie JV debate, so uh, wh- why don't we briefly touch on, any? I guess it really served as a preview of what we were going to see later, the uh, all about ISIS fest here that, from the Republican debate, because that's pretty much what the JV debate was as well, and uh, any impressions there, Rico Howey, from from this little uh, extravaganza, this first foray into neocon love?
3: Thanks to Rick Santorum for teaching me everything I always needed to know about the uh, Muslim religion. He was just <laughs> a scholar beyond compare, <laughs> during the debate, lecturing just constantly. He was great.
2: Maybe he's a Muslim. Maybe Rick Santorum. Well, you, know,
1: you know, all the warmongering he wants, he doesn't seem very Christian, so maybe. I don't know. <laughs>
2: You know he did have that one good moment
0: that was almost like I mean if you're going to buy into propaganda that this is pretty good propaganda when he's like ISIS has is declared war on disabled children It's like and I have a disabled child I'm like oh jeez <laughs> oh yeah, Shit. yeah
3: I started to get pissed off I want to go kill ISIS yeah
0: maybe I should be want to kill ISIS
3: that, that is pretty <laughs> is that bad one of their uh bullet points on who they're declaring war on so. no
1: he was saying that they executed a bunch of disabled children recently they declared like a fatwa against them it's like those oh. sons of bitches. because
0: they're disabled i mean obviously i don't support that i mean that's really bad but um it doesn't yeah, mean still, i necessarily agree I, with his I, solutions of of no, no
3: fly zones over syria and such
1: i don't think us bombing more children's gonna help that so
3: but yeah. and uh I don't know if it was just when I was paying attention, but it seemed like there was always a split screen on Lindsey Graham, which I did appreciate. Definitely. Whether, whether he was talking or not, because his facial expressions were great.
0: He's always on the verge of tears, Lindsey. And, and maybe yeah. they're tears of joy, uh, tears of anger, tears of sadness. I think it alternates throughout. But uh, he's, you know, I, I got to say, I don't agree with a word that, that he says, but uh, he's, he's a fun guy to watch up there.
2: There was only there was maybe five minutes of the undercard debate that I saw, and during one point, Lindsey Graham said, "This might be a direct quote: ISIL is planning another 9/11 tonight. I promise you." Right now, they're planning another 9-11, and he knows about it. So, why isn't he stopping it? (laughs) Yeah, why isn't
0: he speaking
2: up with some more specifics?
1: Lindsey Graham. Because he can't read our email.
0: (laughs) (laughs)
2: That's why he needs to
0: look at our Facebook messages. Apparently,
3: ISIS has the most uh, advanced encryption known to man because they flummox everyone in our government. There's no way they could possibly decode this ingenious encryption system they have
1: they kept talking about that the woman from the San Bernardino terrorist attack saying she had all these social media posts that like saying she wanted to do all this like stuff but those were they actually private messages that she sent to other people, so it wasn't like paste, posted on her Facebook wall. So if they're going to see that, that means they need to be able to log into everybody's social media accounts and go through all our inboxes, read all our message traffic. They're they tried to make it sound like, oh, we just need to look at their Facebook pages. But yeah, and if really... that's the
0: case, there's no <laughs> law preventing any agency from looking at Facebook pages. So either way, yeah. it makes no well, sense it, at all. Well,
1: the intel community wouldn't be able to do that if it was a U.S. citizen, but law enforcement. Wait, like, no, yeah, but they yeah. can't look
0: at a public Facebook
1: page the FBI certainly could cuz they do law enforcement No but I'm it, saying any I can
0: look at a public Facebook page yeah, like yeah. I don't need a uh, law to tell <laughs> me to do it or not like I, anybody can look at it it's on Facebook well, I, I mean I guess it, maybe you're talking about private pages and private accounts but I mean then that's a different thing I guess if but I mean, if you're just talking about a public Facebook post, I mean, would, nothing should be stopping any law enforcement. You're agency. not supposed to
1: be spying on US citizens. That's well, not, not spying. I'm,
0: I'm looking, how if I go look at your Facebook page right now, it's not, I'm not spying on you. I'm just. <laughs> That's, like, if,
1: a, if you're looking at my Facebook page for the government, it is.
3: <laughs> really? Well, the, no, the first thing for the Fourth Amendment is you have to have some expectation of privacy. And if you're posting something in public, for everyone to see, you have no expectation of privacy, and so you can't have your Fourth Amendment violated.
1: I'm just talking about the way it works with U.S. persons. Law enforcement's allowed to, so the FBI can, the police can, Department of Homeland Security can, but intelligence organizations cannot unless
3: so they if you for went, a
1: fact dealing with a foreign terrorist or something so like that. So if you went
3: rogue and, like, just typed in someone's Facebook and looked at their wall you would be in violation <laughs> <Went rogue. Hopping.
0: laughs> this guy's gone rogue he's looking at Facebook <laughs> accounts again
1: now if you're if they were looking at a terrorist who happens to be talking to you that's different
3: hmm. have you been, uh, these are some know. great rules that you guys have set yeah, up. It's it's not,
1: the right number is, of hops so let's, get back too, right? to the let's get back to the debates this is ridiculous policies <laughs> is there any more
0: classified information you can reveal to us Howie?
1: this is nothing that I've said is classified oh, okay. this is I the didn't. law I
3: gotcha I gotcha <laughs> Unless it's on someone's Facebook page, then it would be classified.
0: <laughs> if I post everything you just said on, on my Facebook page and you look at it, can you be indicted for spying on me?
1: Hey, I I don't do intel working, I do cyber stuff.
0: Oh, great. Uh, okay. Well
3: then good. We're going to need you later you when we talk, talk about Car- Carly Fiorina.
0: Yeah. We're going to need you when we get to the end of the, the main stage. So uh, any, any takeaways though, before we move on from, from that initial, you know, two hour, the first version, I guess, ISIS fest part one.
3: Well, how long are those people going to be in? Are, are they going to be in for the, the long haul, do you think? No.
0: I heard they were
1: talking before the debate. Um, they're saying, well, is this going to be our last undercard debate? And they said, well, we don't know if Fox Business for the next one is having one. But everyone in the media was saying they thought after if they do have one then, that will probably be the last of it, especially definitely not after Iowa. So there may be one more kiddie debate, but that should be it. Hopefully they won't even be that one.
2: Just because they're over it and – well, you might you might want to be careful what you wish for because Rand probably won't be in the oh. next uh, big debate. Well, so.
0: it doesn't really even matter, though.
2: <laughs> yeah, it, re- it really doesn't. He's, he's, he's finished. But Would he part- even participate? It wasn't really clear.
0: I don't think he's finished, to be honest. I mean, I don't think he's going to be the nominee. But there were I- those
1: rumors that if he didn't get in the uh, main debate, he was going to drop out. I don't know. It-
0: that was debunked by his campaign. No, that was complete fabrication. He, they, were, they were basically, the quote was them referring to whether or not they were going to participate in the kitty debate if they got you know, bumped out of the main debate. And they said, we'll make an announcement on that tomorrow. Then they took that quote and spun that as we're going to make an announcement on whether we're going to be in the c- campaign tomorrow. But they, uh, he's always maintained he's going to stay in through Iowa. I have no reason to believe that's not true.
2: I, I think he'll stay in. I just, I just don't think he has a chance. I mean,
0: especially because he paid for a, he paid for a caucus. He paid for. I don't think he's a chance either. But I don't see a, a very many people
1: dropping out because I have a feeling different people are going to win Iowa, different people win New Hampshire, South Carolina. I think it's going to be a. Well,
0: that is one scenario they laid out, and if that, if, if it actually got to some scenario where four or five people went in there with delegates. Uh, it might make sense for Rand to stay in that whole time because he's probably going to you know, – he's got that ground campaign at least that they tout in Iowa. I mean he's probably going to have delegates there. He's probably going to have delegates in any any caucus state and I don't know. He's not going to have the momentum Ron Paul did though and that's – I mean that's I the problem. Know. So where I is all this if going? If you
1: noticed in one of his first questions tonight, he criticized Trump. He criticized Rubio. But I don't think he said anything negative about Cruz this whole time. I well, think they yeah. still have their, their uh, pact intact. and uh,
3: Their dark alliance.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: well, <the> thing, about, <laughs> thing about Cruz, they say that Cruz doesn't attack Trump. Cruz really hasn't attacked anybody, I don't think. I can't remember him saying anything bad about any of the other candidates. Ru- Rubio. Th- has he? I, but that I was mean, really I, just I, in the context of a, the setup question.
3: I don't know if it was really him going out of his way. I mean, not just tonight,
1: him. but they've gone back and forth about immigration stuff before. Well, right.
3: Cruz, I mean, he's pretty much the odds on fair to win Iowa right i mean it's always some I, th- Iowa yeah for sure evangelical or someone that's leaning that way that that does well in is Iowa is he leading that, the
0: polls in Iowa though? how is the poll yeah, expert I here i thought he yeah, was. he's leading the polls in Iowa he's but, even ahead of trump now in Iowa yeah
1: but trump's way ahead of, like everywhere else he's right. the more outrageous stuff he keeps doing like they're like oh well, this is going to do a man and like people just eat it up and it just goes higher and higher
0: do you think it? So, what could Cruz win Iowa, and then someone else, maybe not even Trump, win New Hampshire? But then Trump is so powerful that he maybe wins the next state and then you really have an yeah. interesting scenario.
3: But isn't that the way it normally goes? Is someone wins Iowa, someone else wins New Hampshire, and then it kind of goes from there? Because I it's think kind of, oh, who won in two thousand twelve? It was Santorum, right? Or yeah, yeah he won Iowa. It's, or
1: or Ron Paul, Iowa, if you go by
3: the actual delegates. Well, yeah. <laughs>
1: Iowa and New Hampshire are not really representative of all the Republicans in this country. It's no. not – Not even close. Like, makes Iowa's funny. not what like, most people are like <laughs>
0: at yeah. all. Thank They're God. All Just kidding to them. all Iowans out there.
3: You're wonderful people, I'm sure.
1: I know two people from Iowa. I like them both.
3: <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Scientific survey. Good people.
0: All right. So you know, As we mentioned, this was basically two-plus hours of uh, – everybody the moderators included uh, basically telling us that Isis is going to destroy us that uh, immigrants are, are coming here disguised as, as helpless refugees and as orphans and they're all plotting attacks they're all plotting the next 911s and we better start thinking about some things like uh, it, at the at the low end of this that the the weekend you have the The Rand Paul section, I guess, I guess Rupio is probably the quote unquote weakest on the immigration thing. Not, not weakest for me per se, but weakest in terms of projecting strength at the border or or what have you. But um, then yeah, and and Rand Paul just suggesting we limit immigrants all the way up to uh, outright banning of Muslims, as Donald Trump suggests. So that's pretty much the, uh, the range, the three by five index card of immigration talk we're having in this debate. And frankly, I'm not impressed with, with any of it. Are you guys?
3: Not a bit. no. Uh, that's all now, I mean.
1: No, I was especially irritated by uh, – it started in the undercard debate, I think, with Pataki, like railing against encryption and then picked up in the main debate by Kasich. These people just – they don't understand that if you weaken encryption, it's not just the government that's going to get in. Like foreign governments and criminals are going to get into everybody's shit. We're all going to be less safe. It doesn't do anyone any good, and it's just – it's maddening to me. I don't know.
2: What? And they speak about it in such simple terms, like Carly Fiorina and Trump also, to some extent, was talking about, well, we just need to get the, the you know the smart people, the people from Silicon Valley involved to figure this out. I know them. I know these we people. We've got to get Zuckerberg. I'll, I'll ask them to help. I'll <laughs> ask them to help. And isn't Carly the one that passed three debates talking about we've got a it's crony capitalism, and now she's openly— saying we need crony capitalism to solve this. It's just pretty ironic. Do you,
1: do you think they don't understand it at all, or do you think they do, and they just think, well, this will sound good?
0: I think they don't understand it at all. Yeah, yeah, probably I both. Probably right. I mean, yeah, probably and both. Yeah, well, yeah, both, actually.
1: Considering the fact that Donald Trump's never sent an email before, it's probably, yeah, doesn't get it.
2: He doesn't want to close the internet, just the parts that go to, like, Iran. <laughs> like, you know. like, it's
0: like a, I mean, <laughs> like...
3: like a, it's, a highway. <laughs> I
0: mean, look, sometimes Uh-oh. I think he's just like a caveman and he's just like brutally saying things that were that there might actually be a point buried in somewhere. But he says them in such stupid ways, like when he says, you know, ban all Muslims, like maybe the rational tiny bit of, of truth in there is like examine people that come into the country like that's not crazy. But he says it as. Ban all Muslims and like maybe when he says shut down parts of the internet to certain people, he just means like close the Twitter accounts of ISIS. Like I, th- I don't think anybody's like would be upset yeah. about that. I mean, so I don't know. I mean, I just I I think he, he sounds he yeah. Go yeah, ahead. he
1: doesn't even mean like don't let Muslims in America anymore. He just means okay, we're being attacked by some Muslims right now. So until we can figure out what's going on, let's pause that and like it's it's a little more reasonable than some people. I mean, no, we shouldn't do that, but. He's not saying no more Muslims in America.
0: He's saying it like a, you know, like 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 um, like a guy would just say in, in the bar or something, like you know, like in a very well, I, simplistic way that that we know doesn't make sense. But it's it's projecting this, you know, we have a problem, we got to do something, we got to be strong about this vibe that he puts off, and that's why he's ahead in the polls because he I does it he, firmly.
1: He purposely says it though in a way that no one could go further than him, but then he'll walk it back to a reason. Exactly, it's. Better
0: it's mm-hmm. it, that's exactly right, because you can't say anything more extreme than Donald Trump, but then he'll sit there and and still because no matter what you say against him, he's the only one that says something definitive and says something that people can latch onto and say, all right, at least this is this is this guy who who recognizes the problem and he's not effing around, he's not like these other politicians, he's up there, and he's not you know he's he's serious it's
1: he he's even got me i mean if if you take Rand out of the equation. I disagree with all these people and everything. If I had to pick one person who I totally disagreed with, I'd take him over the rest of them. I probably,
0: I mean, <laughs> yeah, I don't want my words to be misconstrued, no, but I, yeah, I mean, I, I probably would too. I mean, just in terms of, and there's if nothing else, he shakes things up and, uh, you know, it's fun to yeah. watch.
2: Uh-oh. I don't know. It's, it's hard to, (laughs) hard to fathom. I mean, if if you put a gun to my head, and rains on an option voting for any of these other guys. It's hard to even,
0: Oh yeah. I'm not talking about voting for him. I'm talking about in the sidelines, knowing I'm going to get Hillary or him or Hillary or whoever, you know? Yeah. I, mean, I know I, Hillary's the worst. It's possible Donald Trump won't go to a bunch of wars. I mean, he, he seems opposed to a lot of stuff we've done, not because he's morally against it, but because of all the wasted money. He, and I, I can believe he doesn't like the idea of the United States government wasting money since he does seem to view it as a business. So maybe if, if nothing else, that would stop him from doing completely seemed- terrible things.
1: He seemed to be against like all the interventions we've done recently, but now he's like, we gotta get tough. But I think he just thinks like, oh, I need to say tough things now. I don't. I actually feel like he's more of a non-interventionist, but he knows that's not what sells when everyone's in this emotional fever pitch right now, where they need like, we need to do something. We need to be tough, and we need. to – So he's like, well, we gotta I'm gonna take the oil this. and
0: give it to the wounded warriors. <laughs> if,
1: if
2: you well, look at his history, he's a he's a lifelong I it's Democrat. Terrible, but... <laughs> yeah.
1: He, I think he is a lifelong Democrat, but then – I think he he's planned this a while ago and he started like priming the pump with the, the birther thing last election to try to get conservatives to get behind him. And then he's just been plotting it up until now, which I'm still a little suspicious that he might be working for the Clintons.
3: Well, you know, uh, <laughs> Obama gets a lot, rightfully so, of criticism for doing all those executive actions. For executive orders, can't you see Trump even going way beyond what Obama does? It, he doesn't like something. Well, we need to do this. We need to do this. And, and the public, you would just frame it in a way the public would say, OK, and, he, you know, he'd get away with it. And that that part scares me.
0: Yeah, maybe. <laughs> okay. I mean, I'm sure I don't not not more so than the rest of them. I mean, the rest of the non-rans, I should say. Yeah, I mean, I who know. knows what Ben Carson would do? I mean,
3: I, I, yeah. he'd be napping sixteen hours.
0: A day. <laughs> I mean, I don't know where to start with Ben Carson. Like, I mean, his his polls I'm have dropped quite a bit.
1: At some point he's he's time. growing on me.
0: <laughs> he's growing on me as a a oh God. I don't as a as Brian McWilliams once said, as a uh, cute puppy dog, you just want to you know give give a bath and putting a put a towel around, but not as I, a president. The moment of
2: silence at the beginning was just so over-the-top ridiculous. That was awkward. That that, irritated me.
0: (laughs) Yeah, the first words out of his mouth are a moment of silence for the San Bernardino victims. And I don't know, it's a couple of weeks ago. He seems like a nice, a fine man, as Donald Trump said, uh, the finest man. (laughs) But uh, (laughs) that's another Trump trick, by the way. That's another Trump trick is to, like, call everyone the nicest guy. Like, Jeb Bush is such a nice guy. Great guy. Awesome guy uh total pussy <laughs> that's basically what he yeah. said i mean not quite in those words how about but... how
1: he had to like totally go back on what we were saying about ted cruz during it he's, he's like no 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 i didn't mean any of that
0: i I've, I've met him in the last day yeah we spent three days together and uh, no he's he's solid it's cool maniac? Yeah,
2: he, can, he can be Did my
0: that's where it seems like there's some weird secret alliance going on truly that too. ted
1: cruz response with the maniac video i thought was hilarious
0: what was what? the response? Oh. I don't I need uh,
1: uh, when he, uh, Trump had, had called him earlier in the week, uh, a maniac. And he posted on Twitter the uh, that, you know, that song, Maniac Maniac. Oh, that was his response? <laughs> yeah. He, he's, well, that's he's, pretty funny. He, put a, he posted to his, like to all the, the good hearted maniacs out there <laughs> and I had like a link to that video.
2: That's awesome. Oh, I didn't know that.
0: Damn it! That makes me like Ted Cruz. It was probably just some staff, some you know, some intern or something that, that thought it was cool. But I doubt yeah. Ted himself was sitting there on Twitter like, "Hey, someone find me the link to that
2: that maniac music." Maybe that's yet. his jam, and he's just jamming out to it. I'm a maniac man. <laughs> that would. Be... <laughs> well,
1: be. we're, we're learning a lot th-
0: about Ted Cruz.
2: What this was week.
1: that song that uh, Shayner really liked? <laughs> something ridiculous like. I don't know if it's like bon, it's Everything Bon Jovi? It's like it's raining men or something. No, something like absurd. <laughs> Maybe that's why his congressional race didn't go, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little, it's a little
0: lines of Liberty inside baseball going on here right now, guys. Husband, father, leader. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, if anybody had
3: followed Pennsylvania politics. Maybe
0: like we that, should that. do a half hour of inside jokes to, uh, to wrap the show up. What do you guys think? I'm in. All right, so uh, what else do we take away from from this debate here? I mean, I, I know we're kind of all over the place, but uh, that's how these guys kind of are in their in their foreign policy thoughts, it seems like. Was I a-
3: drunk, or did Rand get a lot more time than he should have based upon numbers? Yeah, I mean, the, based upon numbers? <laughs> <laughs> <Better business. laughs> or both. Am <laughs> well, I drunk and that happens? Let's be honest. He shouldn't have <laughs> gotten
1: into debate. I'm glad he did. but
3: Well, he got a lot of speaking time. And he was going back and forth for quite a bit about the immigration, the refugee issue. Um, he seemed to be getting a lot more time than Carly, Carson, Kasich, or, or Christy, which I was happy about. Um, he just doesn't seem to me to have any charisma. Like, I, I agree with most of his points, but people who don't already like him, I, I just don't see him swaying anyone.
1: It, it didn't seem like he was natural when he was talking. Like, it's all practice-rehearsed, like, stuff. Um, but, I, you know, I thought he, did, he had really good points, and he did well, except for when he talked about that ridiculous refugee stuff he's got going on.
0: You know, and I really... What really annoyed me is when, you know, he had a perfect opportunity to go after Rubio about NSA spying, and, uh, they know, totally set up for it, and then instead he takes a right and he goes into the immigration refugee thing again and it's like i mean and that was after i think he'd already talked about it once and then he goes after rubio for that you know that gang of eight bill and which is just like i mean i don't think that's a, a hot button issue right now and that was about you know all immigrants not just about terrorists or not just about you know people from possible terrorist countries as Rand's bill was about so it seemed like just uh yeah. not the right way to go with it especially when we're just all everyone's harping on immigration and and now it seems like Rand is too I mean he had this uh, he had this whole ad out going after uh, Rubio and Cruz for for there for being light on Im- on immigration where he wants to clamp down on immigration from 34 different countries in a, just a blanket way and i just uh it just i mean he was good in many ways in many other areas but um
3: i don't get that it, it just doesn't seem like a natural extension of any kind of philosophy he adheres to the whole you know immigration ban thing it, it just seems like it's a olive branched neocons that doesn't fit his general agenda and i can't stand it but i, I don't See how he defends it every time.
1: I think you're right, and I don't think it helps him at all.
3: No, it, it, it yeah, just it's pretty confuses
2: stupid. his message.
1: It turns like us off to him, and the neocons are never going to accept him.
2: He's the least memorable, probably tonight. Nobody will remember what he said, because no. he doesn't have any you know, three-word phrases, catchphrases. I mean, he didn't learn anything from his dad. Ron Paul uh, had... End the Fed. Bring the troops home. And you can argue with you know, whether you know, to that extent, if, you know, if it's right or wrong, and what level you should actually do those two things. But it was definitive, and it was very yeah.
0: Trumpian, you might even say, as you mentioned yeah. to us uh, earlier today in an email. That people could get behind. That there are some shared qualities of Donald Trump and Ron Paul that people might not really realize. Indeed that, indeed. that
3: was a yeah.
0: they they put things very simplistically. They uh they do they have the same phrases they use over and over and they say things in a not a strong way in Ron Paul's case in terms of attitude, but in a in a confident way that this is what I believe and I'm not backing down. And that's I think why people latch on to Ron Paul and that's why people are latching on to Donald Trump. Content aside. Boom.
3: Was got was it. that I, an odie I, original thought? Because that was a, a very um, thought provoking email I got today. Are
0: you claiming he might have
2: plagiarized it from a, a wiser
0: man? Just, I, <laughs> I thought I'm of that myself, and I think I might expand college.
2: on it and write a thirty-five-page uh, white paper on it. And uh... well, at least write
0: a six-paragraph <laughs> blog post. I think that's a, a nice <laughs> yeah, compromise you
2: if you don't do the white paper.
1: I think they gave Paul more time just because he's the only one saying anything different. It's just boring to have everyone keep saying the same stuff over and over again. I think that's why that might be part of why they wanted him in there. It's like let's have a kind of different point of view a little bit
0: well you know our resident rand paul expert brian mcwilliams had a theory a couple of weeks ago on uh, rand Pauls's and minuses that because of the cnn i guess email gate where one of the cnn reporters was basically caught colluding with the clinton campaign to besmirch the name of rand paul during the uh benghazi hearings that he his theory was they would be a little bit nicer to him and maybe that's why he got into the debate i don't know maybe that's why he got seemingly more time more time than in the past
1: I'm looking at yeah. the Drudge poll, who won, and right now it's uh, – the top three are Trump, Cruz, Paul, which I kind of agree with too. It's Trump 47 percent, Cruz 24,
0: Paul this 12. This is his like online poll, right? Not Yeah,
1: uh, the online, the Drudge report right. poll. because
0: the, the national polls never put Paul anywhere. anywhere.
1: <laughs> no, but I, that's what I would have thought. I mean I didn't agree with what Trump and Cruz were saying, but they performed well, I thought.
2: Kind of surprising that Carson drudges Carson down at like under 1.5%.
1: Yeah, I thought he did better than that.
2: Really? I don't don't think
0: Carson has done better than anyone ever. I mean, I just.
3: (laughs) It's so uninspiring. And I don't. He doesn't really know, it seems to be a whole lot about politics. (laughs) Yeah, when you
1: wouldn't get in the middle of that the question the, oh
3: my god that was he, the just,
1: worst. he just didn't know what to say wow
0: that was unbelievable
3: for life. those
0: that didn't see the debate there was a i think i believe it was when rubio and rand paul were kind of going back and forth about was it was it the nsa spying thing at that point I don't remember. Or was it immigration? Asked, Either way, it was, it was about a, it was, immigration. Yeah. It was about immigration, right? Is when they were having their immigration spat, and she, uh, the uh, the commentator said, "Hey, Ben, do you want to get in on this?" And you know, which side, whose side do you fall on? He said, "Oh, I, I don't want to get in the middle of a fight." He, he had, <laughs> I bet he doesn't even know what they were talking about. I mean, no, I'm, that, yeah, I'm not even joking. He was asleep. He that, was no,
3: asleep? that's right because it it immediately reminded me of this weird memory <laughs> from college where this kid, this for some good. reason, like we were walking to class, I bumped into him. He's like. What did you think about that book we had to read? I was like, uh, uh, it doesn't matter. (laughs) I couldn't think of it because I didn't read a page of it. And I was like, why is this kid asking me about this? It doesn't matter. And that was exactly Ben Carson. He's like, uh, I don't know what the hell they're talking about. Um, I don't want to get involved.
0: And he could not admit that he just zoned
3: out. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Because that
0: probably will doom your presidential campaign. I'm sorry. I got to be honest. I totally zoned out right there. You know what? I would have appreciated his honesty if he had said that. I would have identified with him because I I zoned out a bunch during during this debate. It was a challenge sure. to keep myself even half attentive.
1: I thought the highlight was uh, Paul's Bridgegate call out on Christie. Like, that, that, that was fun. That was
0: good. Uh, Why don't you recap that one? for Because uh, I know a lot of people li- listen to the <clears> show that are, do that, do so in lieu of actually watching the debate. So just oh, uh, for those that, that, that missed it.
1: Does anybody do remember exactly that? what was said?
3: I, I missed it. Oh, I, I put would... you on the spot there. I well, like
0: what's Bridgegate, Odie? You know about that, right? So, well, I, I forget. So, the, what oh, were they talking
3: about? They were, talking
2: about? they were talking about. They
0: talking about
1: judgment, and they're like, oh, it might be. You know, not want to elect somebody who, like, uh, oh, close, yeah. up a, close up a bridge to stop his friend from getting
2: somewhere. <laughs> Christy had just said that, oh, yeah I, w- yeah, I would shoot down Russian planes. Of course, I would shoot down a Russian plane. And then somehow Rand got pulled in or they asked him about it, and he said, yeah, well, you know, a guy like that, you know. Might might be the same type of guy who's like, oh, you know, maybe I, I, I don't like the guys who are, uh, you know, the, 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 the Democrats who go to gonna shut the bridge down. I think he even put in a <laughs> little Jersey accent there. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I need to go on YouTube immediately after this. Cause I was... Yeah, we'll
2: link
0: to the full story about Bridgegate. But I do remember there was a whole campaign about that. There were even billboards, I think, up in Pennsylvania. Weren't there about that?
2: Yeah, Dom Sedoti is our Bridgegate expert, and we haven't okay. heard from him in like a year, two years. So.
0: <laughs> we'll, uh, well, A, we'll first confirm he's alive, and then we'll try to get him on sometime. Dom, if it. you
1: hear this, <laughs> contact us and let us know the scoop.
0: Tweet us at, at Lions of Liberty that tells you okay, <laughs> and about Bridgegate. Anyway, it was a good jab.
3: So the the Chris Christie thing that really blew my mind is how eager he was to go to war with Russia because they may fly a plane over Syria,
1: he was not the only one.
3: Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> Charlie mean,
0: Fiorina, was,
1: everybody. I believe literally
3: States all of them are for a no-fly if, zone. If, if you step back and think about it, though, isn't it? Except just, for Trump,
0: Trump, yeah.
3: Like, okay, you, the U.S. tells a second country they can't fly over the airspace of a, a third country, and and we're going to go to war over that.
1: Yeah, here, let's. Let's put even more logic into this. They're saying we need a no-fly zone so we can have safe zones for the refugees. Okay, who's bombing the refugees? (laughs) (laughs) From, From planes. They have like little like refugee camps, and who? ISIS doesn't have planes. Like who the hell is bombing them?
0: Yeah, none of none of it makes sense.
1: So this is obviously ulterior motives. They don't want Russia getting involved here. This is our little thing we got going on for what it-,
3: it seems that Russia would be on the same side as us because they're also pissed off at Isis
0: yeah, but the reality of the situation is that this has no, uh, the action in Syria has zero to do with ISIS in reality. You guys got to yeah. listen to Jen Briney's podcast, Congressional Dish. She does a whole episode on Syria and plays back the clips from all the he- recent hearings when they're talking about it. And every single general and every single politician ends up having to say, well, no, our policy is to oust Assad. Yeah, our policy is to oust Assad. She plays like 10 clips and all different people saying it. They say it over and over. It has nothing yeah. to do with ISIS. We're in Syria. They want to be in Syria because they want to oust Assad. They don't say why, but I imagine there are many geopolitical reasons, perhaps including the, the control of natural
3: resources that might play a factor. Yeah,
1: I don't understand why I hate him so much. We used to work with him. <laughs> yeah.
0: uh, isn't that how this always works uh, with U.S. schizophrenia?
1: They used to work
3: policy? with Saddam. They used to yeah, work that's with true. Gaddafi.
0: And then they're suddenly the worst I mean <laughs> –
3: <laughs> why would anyone go into business with the U.S. government? You're going to
0: become a terrible person in
3: 20 and years. And you wonder if you, why if I'm you suspicious work with us.
1: these rebels we're working with. <laughs>
3: Like, they're crazy. They're just going to get a bomb on their house in 20 years once they sign up with the government, but whatever.
0: What about uh, what about the wall? He had Donald Trump bringing up the wall again, and he, he went on saying, yeah, the wall will stop terrorism. The wall will stop the drug trade as well. What about that? That seems, uh, does he not know about how every week they find a tunnel that goes under San Diego, It uh, goes, like, from Tijuana to San Diego and all across that border? I mean, is this wall supposed to go deep into the earth as well just look at el
1: chapo's prison break they're great at building tunnels yeah
0: i i think el chapo is like take is listening to this debate and he's taking up that challenge he's like i will get through your wall dumbass." does he still have oh. like the hit out on trump well yeah i also heard el chapo has a hit out on on isis el chapo said that to
1: be not true that the
0: friend dumbass. of your oh that was bullshit
3: okay well did yeah. you hear the, the uh, friend of your friend threaten isis that was great who a cop the mob. Oh, the mob! Oh, yeah. The Chris Christie's boys. <laughs> yeah. The like the Gambino crime family. Said, yeah, ISIS don't come around here.
1: I kind of zoned out for a second. I heard they started talking about the triad. I thought they were talking about like the Chinese
0: mafia. I'm like, what? What does the triad have to do with
1: any
3: we're of We're enlisting everyone.
2: I, I thought it was funny for that. I mean, the are coming over to help fight. <laughs> I had no idea what they were talking about with the triad. I didn't know what that was until Rubio explained it as being like what, what like part of it is what the like air missiles and submarine. something else.
3: So we have to update attack. the submarine, but why? Why do we need to update the submarine? Because is
0: it's it, thirty-four years old or whatever. Whatever it, random. I mean, our,
3: like it doesn't seem like when the the submarine was made. I know nothing about the military, but it seems to me <laughs> that that was a Cold War thing. But ISIS is not Developing anti-submarine technology. Yeah, so, it's funny
0: how launch, they talk, they spend two we're not hours launch nukes at ISIS from subs. Yeah, I mean, they spend two hours talking about ISIS, and then all these guys are talking about how we need to, you know, update our planes and our and our submarines. But like, I mean, that's not how you're going to beat ISIS. That's how you're <laughs> going to beat like Russia or China. And if right. and from the sounds of it, they want war with those with at least with Russia. So maybe Unless that's <laughs> the Cruise real Ted Cruz was
1: serious about turning the
0: the desert into glass.
3: God, did,
0: did, did he say that <laughs> in this <laughs> debate? Huh? Did he say that in this debate?
3: He wanted to see if sand could
1: shine. And they asked him during the debate, "They're like, did you really mean that?" He's like, "Yeah, sure."
3: <laughs> yeah, he, he said he wanted to see if sand could shine, right? when that is that line?
1: Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. We want to see if the sand could if, if sand glows? Yeah, oh, okay, pretty, yeah, that's oh, that, that, was, that was right.
0: That's a pretty psycho. <laughs> Aka, I'm yeah.
1: gonna nuke Syria. And that's how we'll
3: that's almost
2: as psycho as Donald Trump or probably equally as psycho as Donald Trump saying he's going to or wants to kill family members innocent family members that after is her. that is a bit troubling
1: is it just me though? I don't feel like either of them mean it any of that. No, it, I'm with is you. Is that my wishful I, thinking? And when
0: he just dis- explains it a little more, he says you got to go after them. When they, he's, he's talking about people that know about it, this lady knew about it, this one know about it, and and I mean, really, if, if you're just talking about harboring terrorists, like that's a legitimate crime to prosecute people for. So it, it, again, it feels like one of those things where he kind of means that going after family members who harbor people that are planning something. And then it comes out like I'm gonna kill all their their family members, which maybe he means too. I, I mean, I don't really know what to believe from any yeah. of these guys.
2: And I think I think Rand did. I mean, Rand tried to confront him on that and saying, you know, you're violating the, the First Amendment and um, what the. the I think that Amendment was another mistake else?
0: going after Trump again like that. I mean, Rand should Rand should learn by now.
2: Probably, yeah. He should have asked him. You should have tried to get him to specify more. Well, aren't you really just trying to? You know, just uphold the rule of law. Don't we already already have a law for that? Somebody harboring terrorists? But I don't know. But yeah, go going after Trump, that's that's going to backfire on Rand. It's, I mean, it's backfired on him every single time.
1: It's more interesting looking at, like, uh, not the politicians, but the electorate. With all this, what's selling right now? What's, like, rocketing Trump to the top? Like, maybe they shouldn't be using common sense arguments, maybe.
3: Well, you know, there's a lot of, uh, you know speculation on whether trump's numbers are because of just name recognition or actual favorability so i think the first couple um primaries will really tell the story because he, he complained about and one of the questions like every question you leave with trump this trump that but secretly he has to be loving that because the more his name is mentioned the better his numbers are and, and that's what really is probably building his numbers is Every time the media says Trump, a person recognizes Trump and it just feeds into, you know, his numbers going higher and higher.
0: That's exactly what it is. There's no there's almost no bad PR when it comes to politics like this. And and these polls are just reflective of, like you said, who's heard of this person the most? That's like I mean, that's the trigger answer, the trigger response that people give to these polls. And they are kind of meaningless when I mean, when it comes to policy. But he's getting huge crowds, though. Yeah, I mean he's popular. I I don't think it's a mirage or anything. I
2: just think, those
1: aren't just people that know. Oh, oh, I know that name.
0: Those.
2: Dude, I I personally know a lot of people that support Donald Trump. More of we, a, a shocking I number. Too.
3: Can you get some of these people on to interview? <laughs> because I need to know more about them. Okay. <laughs> I haven't met a Donald Trump supporter yet, and I need to f- uh, listen to what here's... Uh, it might just
0: be a location thing. I mean, I don't know any Donald Trump supporters out here, but I do know plenty of Bernie Sanders supporters. And I, I mean, Odie, are there any, are any Bernie supporters out there in, in Pittsburgh, or is it more of the Trump crowd? I've
2: never, I haven't encountered any Bernie supporters. <laughs> See, really? that's
0: yeah. exactly it. I think, I depending both. on where you're from, will you have both, Howie?
1: Yeah, I don't think I know any Fiorina supporters. <laughs> no, I definitely. Don't. I don't think
3: she knows any Fiorina supporters. <laughs> See, are there any?
1: K- is there any strong Kasich supporters around know you? Any in Ohio? I don't <laughs> not, know any. I any. don't know any Rubio supporters.
0: <laughs> well, it's funny because that was Kasich's main main point when they gave the closing statement. He basically just said, "Hey, you got to win Ohio to be president." And I was I'm,
3: actually uh, interested to hear what he had to say once he said that, and then it it I just zoned out because there was. I don't like think that's really true. Though. Factors. Well, it's just a. Co- it's more of a coincidence than a. You know, because Ohio is a swing state but has a decent amount of electoral votes. So um, it it just – it's kind of like a – I don't know what the expression is. But, yeah, you do need to win Ohio because it's like winning Florida or Texas. It has a lot of electoral votes. So if you're going to win Ohio, you're going to be in good position. But Kasich is a winning Ohio. so
2: In order to win Ohio, though, you got to win a bunch of states before that, right? Is he a
1: popular governor?
2: Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> not, not
3: really i mean he's popular enough to to win re-election if he if he goes for it but he's not like just he has the vote locked up or anything
1: we don't have that re-election in virginia you just get one term
2: oh, that's good
3: <laughs>
1: yeah i don't <laughs> think there's been
2: a popular governor in pennsylvania in my lifetime every governor's hated at least it seems that way was
1: tom ridge hated
2: uh, actually, you know what? Maybe, yeah, maybe I missed one. He, he was, was he kind the
3: guy of... that uh, came out for or against the Eagles? Wasn't there one?
2: No, that was Ed Rendell. And the, the city of Philadelphia <laughs> loved Ed Rendell. But we're getting way off topic here. <laughs> well, what is? Well <laughs> There's topic? no such thing as off topic. Tom Ridge became
1: like the head of the Department of Homeland Security when it first started, I think, after he was governor of Pennsylvania.
0: I remember that, yeah. Okay, so here's an interesting question because, all right, the next Republican debate is not for a month, thank God, and on January 14th. So here's a few questions. Uh, let's just start with one guy, the one guy who we all agree is at least probably the least bad, and, and on most things is much better than these guys, and that's Rand Paul. In a month from now, before Iowa, though, you know, so, and he's claimed he's gonna stay in the race until Iowa, and who knows what can happen in the next month, will Rand Paul be in the debate? Let's start with uh, whoever
2: Odie. Um, to be in the debate, you got to have what CNN it was. Well, 4% the, well, we can't say Iowa. because we they've can't say changed because the standards.
0: they change them for every debate. Yeah. Right? They
1: are, they've been making them stricter.
0: Yeah, they're trying to tighten them up yeah. as the race goes along, so they don't have a ton of candidates. To ever, you know, I guess towards the end. So I, I do imagine that they'll they'll kind of trim the fat a little bit next time. Like, if, I mean, if you look knows?
2: at like the type of person that would vote for Rand Paul, they're probably either. Uh, a line that they're not voting, they don't have a candidate or they're with Cruz or Trump. And his attacking of Trump is not going to get him any of Trump's people. And Cruz is growing, uh he's getting more support. So I don't think there's much more room for, for Rand to grow right now. So I'm I'm gonna say either he barely squeaks in again or he's or he's out. So man, well, not looking I, good for, for Randy I think pants as we com- say.
3: You gotta compare him to the other kind of fringe people like Christie or Kasich. Or uh, Well, I guess Carson's up there, but um, I don't know. There was another one I can't. But is he going to be above them? Can he beat one or two of those other kind of fringe people to to kind of bump up his numbers a little bit? I I think he can, but his message today just was not really inspiring, so I don't know how he he builds on any kind of numbers he has right now.
1: I thought he just said some good stuff, but... In the long run, I think he's
0: gonna be uh, Cruz's VP. <laughs> you think? You really think that? Yep. That would shock me. I don't think Cruz would make him his VP.
2: But
3: is that a good career move for him to be VP, VP as as opposed to like where would you rather be right now? Would you rather be Joe Biden or uh,
2: Mitch McConnell?
1: I would rather be Joe Biden for sure.
2: I I think anybody wants to be. I'd much rather
1: be Joe Biden in
2: in life in general. I mean, (laughs) not
0: not politically, but
3: (laughs) but in in terms of Washington D.C. power structure, don't you think McConnell has more power than Joe Biden?
1: Joe Biden's the president of the Senate,
3: but in in the day-to-day
0: operation, in reality, probably. If
1: there's a tiebreaker. Well, I yeah,
0: I know that. <laughs> Has that ever happened, like, that we can even remember? know,
1: <laughs> well, like? but he doesn't have constituents calling his office and harassing him, you know, you know, have to worry well, about he voting doesn't have any,
3: He doesn't do anything like Obama's, like, go to uh, Serbia and talk to their vice president.
1: You <laughs> do as much as the president <laughs> Go
3: have a drink with him. this guy. All yeah. right. Bring me back a souvenir. Bring me back a magnet. <laughs>
0: Like, do you think that's joe <laughs> biden's primary role is he's like make just make sure you get the magnet job which your only job it's the only thing i care about i need a magnet from every city
2: <laughs> like that if if cruz if cruz if really is the nominee it's going to be it's definitely not going to be rand I, I don't think as as his vp it's going to be someone we probably haven't yeah. even heard of or aren't thinking of that a- kind of is a little liberal to you know or a little bit less uh, right-wing so, than Cruz. So is
0: Johnny Rocket prophetic? Because on our Thanksgiving special, he, he said he thought Cruz was going to be the nominee, and we all laughed at him, and it's starting to look like that is at least a
1: possibility.
3: It's still Rubio.
0: I said that last time, too.
3: You um, think um, Rubio Rubio's or Cruz?
2: I think Rubio's on the way down. Way Another
1: prediction, something else I could see happening is a Trump-Palin ticket. <laughs>
0: oh, my God. oh, my God. That God, that, that
2: actually perfect. wouldn't shock
0: me. <laughs> that would be perfect for Trump. It would oh, man, that would be amazing. That. They well, would eat I, that I, I might, up. I would,
1: might have to support them. I don't know. It would just be so ridiculous. I couldn't know.
0: <laughs> the media would eat that up, and liberals <laughs> and progressives would go. It would lose their minds.
1: She was there tonight. Did you see her?
0: I didn't because I don't – Didn't I, she
1: say
3: something like whether it's Trump or Cruz – Like Yeah, and CLP she, said, she said,
1: what a wonderful problem that is to have oh, – She's planting seeds.
0: She wants guys.
3: in. Oh, yeah. What a wonderful problem. She's the only one who thinks that way.
1: She knows how to deal with Russia.
3: <laughs> T- talking about Rand again
0: I, th- I really think he whiffed on his closing statement I mean oh uh, my
3: I, god I thought it was the worst closing yeah, statement
0: I-
1: I'm
3: not saying the yeah. debt
0: isn't a major problem I, I mean a million dollars a minute that's a good statistic to put out there to highlight that issue because that's insane Uh but it's just it's nobody first of all nobody gives a shit <laughs> his opening um,
1: statement was great though
0: recap what? the opening statement for everyone that was the well, one where really he like talked about,
1: about like uh, how Trump wanted to shut down the internet it, oh yeah and, it, it uh, was a good uh, statement like, Rubio wanted to, I don't know.
0: Yeah, he, he went he after criticized Rubio criticized all these, and, like,
1: authoritarian positions of the other candidates, and it was great.
0: Yeah, he basically came out in favor of the First Amendment and against a uh, police state in a pretty, I don't know if it was succinct. He kind of went on over his time a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> but, there was no <laughs>
1: refugee nonsense, and, you know, it was good. And then kind of went downhill a little bit. What I don't know. He, he I thought he had good to, moments.
3: What was he trying to accomplish with that closing statement? It, it blew my mind. Like, that who he's is a true ins-
0: conservative that's the thing he likes to say over and over yeah. and over again well, but I hate
3: <laughs> it seems with- no one
0: gives a crap about true conservative anymore because Donald Trump's leading in the polls and I think these people have to start asking themselves why that is happening and it's not because Donald Trump has ever said he was a true conservative
2: here's, here's something uh, I I was reading today on a libertarian girls Facebook page she had like this uh, they were talking about the EPA and the, e- the EPA released some new regulation. And there was Trump's response and Rand's response. And libertarian girl was saying how great Rand's, Rand's response was and how bad Trump's was. Trump's was, yeah, the EPA made this regulation. Now I can't wash my hair because I don't have enough pressure for the shower. And Rand's <laughs> with this huge long thing, like five paragraphs. Seinfeld episode. It's, it's like I mean, yeah, Trump Trump nailed it. And Rand, I mean, libertarian girls arguing about how you know Trump's you know just talking in these. Uh, you know, just quick... Uh, that's what people eat words. And, Yeah, that's what people want. I mean... Yeah, he's running a,
1: a politically brilliant campaign.
0: It's it's frighteningly genius, actually. And if you want to argue that against that, anyone, guess what? Well, let's see what happens. Because, I mean, if, he, if this guy becomes the nominee, then you can't really argue with it. And it's really looking like that's a very, very, very strong possibility.
3: What could the RNC do to sabotage him at this point? Like, without... Nothing. I mean, what? That's never nothing.
1: Well, I mean, he could a if scandal. they try to sabotage him, he could totally sabotage them in return.
0: Because he can, he has that independent bid that he can hang over their heads. Is that that's why they asked that question tonight. Yep. They love asking that, and he basically said, "No, no, I love being a Republican now. This is fantastic." But you know, that doesn't mean anything.
1: <laughs> no. You know, if he, they do something, he will do that, and Hillary Clinton. Will...
0: Well, yeah, but if they do it at the convention, then it's kind of too late for him to really launch a. a that, that's campaign. what I was
3: thinking. But could they sway? Because de- delegates don't have to theoretically vote. No, they it. don't.
0: Not so, after some are bound, but after if if it did get to um, you know, through a two or three rounds of voting, at some point delegates become completely free if they really have a true a true brokered convention.
3: So they could do a lot of you know, behind the scenes persuasion or whatever the case may be to...
0: They could, kind of f- although the ironic thing is they changed a lot of rules in 2012 and the idea what behind the rules was to prevent future instances of, of grassroots, I guess, you know, Coalitions sure, like like they had with Ron Paul, yeah. uh, the, and make it easier essentially for the front runner to smooth their way through the convention. <laughs> the irony of the, the wonderful irony of all this is they never thought a front runner would be the one that they re- didn't want to get in. So now they they're faced with an interesting little scenario. But didn't they
3: change a lot of rules at the convention so they yeah, could for, change
0: for the? Then that applies to next years as well. But, is what but couldn't say.
3: they change those rules again? Like what's to prevent them from just? Changing? Oh yeah, they yeah. can.
0: Anything can be changed on the fl- by yeah. votes on the floor. Yeah. They can so. do anything.
3: If, if there the, is the a broker, that conven- has, I'm
2: sorry, honey. go ahead. The
1: fact that he has billions of dollars, he could mount an independent campaign pretty late and still get all the signatures and get all the crap done that he needs. That would be and he doesn't even, he doesn't even need to get on every ballot. He just needs to get on enough to make sure the GOP loses.
0: Well, that's a good point. I guess he doesn't. I mean, I guess he only needs to get on enough ballots to win the presidency. If that's his goal or on enough to disrupt the whole process. If that's his goal.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, you got to say this, if nothing else, Trump has made this one of the most interesting and what would have been an otherwise extremely boring uh, GOP race. Uh, He's made it interesting, much like Ron Paul did. I wish Rand Paul was the one making it interesting. Uh, I think he's doing an okay job recently. And but I mean, he's just not an inspiring guy. And we talked about it with the with Chris Spangle and Greg Lenz of we are libertarians. I mean, we want to like him. Everybody wants to like him. We agree with him more than anybody else by far. But he just doesn't inspire voters. And look, he's look at the. Listen to the way we talk about him. I mean, yeah. we want to like him, but we're not inspired by him. I mean, we, we spent the last 20 minutes talking about Donald Trump. I love what they said,
2: up. what Chris and Greg said about Rand having the libertarian disease. How it always comes off like he's lecturing, like, oh, I'm going to cite, you know, cite these uh, different passages of the Constitution, and I'm so smart, and this is why it's this, this way. And then Donald Trump says, uh, you know, because, you know, we just need to keep the Muslims out. And That's it, fantastic.
3: It's, I, it's a <laughs> phenomenal job. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Rand Paul's I mean, like the only guy Trump didn't compliment tonight by the way did you notice that everyone else he's like yeah. oh this guy is the greatest Ben Carson finest man you'll ever meet he's like Ted Cruz wonderful man Jeb Bush so so nice so and so nice Carly wonderful <laughs> woman just never well, then, never Then says a he word almost gotten
2: a slap fight with Jeb at a later point oh that ago.
0: was yeah that was that was fun to watch I guess is,
1: is Trump like the new Machiavelli um
0: yeah I mean if <laughs> it becomes if he becomes president he is
1: yeah it would be like Anybody who's trying to, like, come to power, you just follow, follow the Trump process, dude.
3: Who is his campaign
2: manager? Because he I think be he is. Pr-
0: I think he
1: is. He's
3: his own campaign no, manager.
2: No, somebody I else. Think it's My Tony, mom was, I think it's Tony Robbins. He has a technical team, but I just think
0: everything I've heard is, I mean, he's not really controlled by advisors like other campaigns are. He, he's the, he has a campaign manager, but he's the guy really calling shots, you know? Is this
3: just, like, a product of basically his TV show just doing market research about how people respond And all of a sudden he's like, I know how, what people respond to. I can just say this and my numbers go up and it it just grew out of that. I mean, it seems like it, right? Yes. No, 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 absolutely.
0: I think he's using his knowledge from all areas of business, all areas of negotiating from all these years. And I I think it's all kind of coming together to, in this perfectly frightening combination uh, that's may see him as the president and the man with his finger on the button.
3: What would be kind of, enter- well, really entertaining is just a one-on-one debate with him and Hillary because I I don't think he would be able to bite his tongue. I think we might see every kind of <laughs> derogatory Unless the conspiracy theory
0: is true and that we've all been played and he's just coming in there to lay down for Hillary and, and bow no, out or whatever. No I, I there's don't there's
1: no think Hillary's going to win the Democratic nomination. It. Really? Really?
0: Who is? You think Bernie's going to win?
1: Well, he's the only other one.
0: <laughs> well, there's Martin O'Malley. <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, <laughs> um, me,
1: Martin O'Malley.
3: It, we'll oh. see. It's, if oh, she so. loses
1: in, like, New Hampshire and Iowa, the news frenzy that's going to go on about him, it'll be just like Obama happened. It, she, tables will turn. They're going to love the story. She's it,
0: polling highest in all of these places, though, right? She was last election like this, too. That's okay. That's fair. I mean, You mean, or eight years ago against Obama, all right?
1: Well, when she ran against Obama, she was doing this well, and he was doing it like as poorly as Bernie Sanders,
0: and then it all got flipped. And we do need to keep that one thing in mind, because it, while it looks like Rand is, is going nowhere, and I think that's probably true, and it looks like Trump is going to sail right in there, or maybe Cruz, I mean, things crazy things do happen in election seasons, and uh, often, actually, pretty much always, they don't, I mean, I, I would say 2012 was mo- the most boring time, because actually that just happened like it, Everyone thought it would happen. the The boring front runner Mitt Romney came in, and, and the, the uh, you know incumbent president Rom uh, you know Obama destroyed him. But you know, crazy things happen in elections, and uh, I, crazy things can happen here. I mean, Obama was the last crazy thing to happen, I guess. Like crazy as in it wasn't predicted a, at all. Well, it, hey, there's this one
1: college that they do this like uh, mock election thing every every time, and I know at least the last two or three elections they were right and. Uh, a bunch of others in the past, not like every time,
3: That's like but
1: they they went through it this year, and the winning ticket came up. It was Bernie Sanders, Martin O'Malley ticket one, and is uh, isn't
3: that like asking the chicken to fucking walk <laughs> to, hey, is it the right candidate. They they seem
1: to be right more than chance.
0: <laughs> it's like That's having good. your your girlfriend fill out the the you know the the uh, Sweet Sixteen or whatever the NCAA poll yeah. with a uh, based on the you know whatever yeah. like a uh, mascot I she likes best. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that uh, doesn't mean they'll be wrong. And I think the other side of that was it was a uh, it was a Ted Cruz Rand Paul ticket, wasn't it? That's why you think Rand Paul is going to be the VP, because you believe that mock. Was it? Yeah, it was Ted Cruz Rand Paul.
1: I just thought that because of Brian's conspiracy theory about their
2: alliance. Oh, okay.
1: Because really, it seems
2: like the alliance is Trump and Cruz now. I think it might be Trump and Cruz. I think that might be the ticket. If it is,
1: that just that just happened. But
2: even. It even sounds good. Trump and Cruz. I don't know. (laughs) It does. Fits on a bumper sticker. I don't know. I could see it.
1: I don't see how the establishment thinks they can win. Like if you add up like Bush, Rubio, Kasich, all their numbers together, they still lose.
3: Well,
2: yeah. I can't believe they're not pushing, you know – Jeb out to try to prop Rubio up or push him
1: tonight. He was really bad.
2: He is looking more like Will Ferrell, as uh, Odie
0: pointed out.
1: If Will Ferrell ran as Jeb Bush instead, he might win.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I would vote for Will Ferrell as Jeb Bush.
2: Me too. Sure. Would it say like – your name is Bernie Sanders. Would it say would, yeah, that that would would
0: in the Jeff ballot Bush. box, would it say like Jeb Bush and then it parentheses Will Ferrell? <laughs> yes. As, as played
3: by. He,
1: he would have to play Jeb Bush the whole time as an office though.
0: And that's the rule. It, you it can do like, this. like
1: Stephen Colbert's <laughs> old character, you know? Yeah.
0: This is unprecedented and we'll allow it, but you must play Jeb Bush for four years if, or eight if it re-elected.
3: It's so still- <laughs> – it's so obvious with Jeb Bush, like they practice, like this his first two or three answers, you know, like he, he comes off much better. Like the first fifteen then minutes of the debate, apart altogether. it's like the old uh, scripted offense for an NFL team. Like, well, they scripted the first ten plays, and then after that, they suck. <laughs> and it's, it's Jeb Bush. He knows he just gets out his talking points, and then he just stutters and stammers and goes uh-huh. down.
2: He doesn't have any game plan. He, he, he uh, blows <laughs> he, his load in the first, uh, <laughs> oh, first quarter. That's like how Ben Carson is from the beginning. <laughs> he, he just never re- bothers rehearsing the first couple of lines. Can
3: Ben Carson have an alarm clock on his podium next
2: time? <laughs> Ben's, Ben's campaign manager says, all right, Ben, first thing, moment of silence, and then from there, just go with it.
1: <laughs> did, he make, like, did he make a single good point tonight?
0: No. Oh. He's never made a point. A point. He's never even made a point. How can he make a good point? <laughs> Ben, next time you open your mouth, have a point.
3: That's I like advice. how he whined about uh, the time. Like, that was the first time they talked to him, He's was like, I'd just like to point out that you haven't given me much, you know, speaking time. <laughs> the wolf should have been like, we're helping you out, buddy. Every, t- every time we go to York Times.
0: I would be like, uh, Ben, it's a two-hour debate. We don't have time to let you, do, like, answer more than three questions.
3: <laughs>
1: when will they start cutting the mics that oh that one when Cruz kept going that looked bad on him.
0: That was pretty good. That was real. Wolf awful. was like, yeah, no, shut up, we're done with you. He, that he was yeah, that like, was pretty uncomfortable. He's
1: like, but I'm the, I'm the <laughs> debate king. Why isn't this working? Why isn't
0: my I... <laughs> <laughs> Do you know I was the champion debater at Princeton? I thought he went to Harvard. See, that's what I thought. Then the uh, then the guys the We Are Libertarian guys said it was Princeton, and then on. I I uh, what do they know. I apologize for being wrong. So maybe I was right.
2: And he went to ho- Harvard Harvard Law. I'm pretty sure he might have went to Princeton undergrad. That's probably that sounds right. Terrible resume.
0: If, there, if only there was a way for us to find this information
2: well it's in the Ted Cruz presidential profile which I wrote but I can't remember what actually can we wrote. go
3: back to the Kitty debate for a minute where they said yes. like the lawyers were hampering the fight against ISIS <laughs> what? yeah what's yeah. up
2: with that Rico come on man
3: <laughs> I guess I'm not at that level where I can affect they, uh, the foreign like, policy you
1: guys can't torture some folks anymore Or it's uh not <laughs> allowed
3: to do that does anyone really think they're not torturing people Like, they're doing whatever the fuck they want, aren't they? And they just... I don't
1: think so, no.
0: It was Princeton, by the way, where he was on the debate team. So, I was wrong the first time, right the second time, and how he was wrong this time.
3: You don't think torture is going on, whether it is, like, overseas and they say... I don't
1: think it's the policy. I think maybe... A onesie or twosie here and there.
3: A onesie or twosie. Has anyone referred to torture in such a cutesy way
0: before? A onesie or twosie? Just a onesie onesie here. I'm going to break your little pinky here. Oh, boy. Just a onesie or or twosie. Well, you know, when we're whimsically talking about torture, it might be time to to talk about winding things down. Um, Why don't we do a really quick hit? Just uh, one bold prediction. One bold prediction between now and the next debate.
2: Odie, go. Bold prediction. Uh... Ted Cruz takes the commanding lead in Iowa, and Trump panics and starts attacking Ted Cruz, but um, it does not hamper or dampen his support at all whatsoever. Other bold prediction you said one, well, I'm making two is. Um, hey, you can make someone's going to no drop it. Someone's going to drop out, and I'm just going to make something up now. Someone that's not that's not bald at all. <laughs> I'm going to say that Rick Santorum will not drop out, but. Pataki will drop out.
3: All right, bye, bye, Pataki. To all the people that thought he already did. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry,
2: Pataki
0: fans. <laughs> One guy's like, "Wait, he's still in it." All right, um, all right. Howie got a got a bold prediction for us. Um, over the holidays,
1: Trump's gonna do or say more crazy things, and his poll numbers are gonna go up higher.
0: <laughs> and the, the, the RNC is gonna freak out. All right, I think that uh, might already be happening. But yeah, um, Rico. What's your bold thoughts between now and the next debate? A month away. The
3: next debate will only have six people in it. All right. Three pe- now that's three a solid. People,
0: that's a solid prediction with some numbers. Three people
3: will be either shuttled it. or otherwise removed from the main. State. You
0: don't think they'll move anyone up from the kitty debate? They'll be cut. They'll be all <laughs> cut. Cut out.
3: <laughs> really? Who are they going to move up? Uh.
0: I, you know what? I would love to see Lindsey Graham in this crew, just because oh, no. for entertainment value. Alone.
3: I just want to see Lindsey Graham sit in the audience and react to everyone. That
0: would be good. <laughs> or if like the whole debate was had a split screen of Lindsey Graham on the side,
3: With shaking his head or or his eyes bugging out or whatever it is. If he was
1: up on the balcony like those guys from the Muppets that would like always.
0: <laughs> I'm going to make a bold prediction. I'm going to predict that uh, in a in a panic maneuver, because uh, the establishment is freaking out. I think that a result of that is that Jeb Bush will drop out to focus on something like his family life or or what have you, and he will back Marco Rubio. How about yes. that? Maybe
2: maybe to box Mitt Romney. Maybe Jeb and Mitt will box.
1: Can I make my <laughs> prediction a little bolder? Sure. Everything I said before, but Trump's numbers will go up and become equal to or greater than Clinton's.
0: So he'll have like fifty, sixty percent in the polls.
1: Yeah. All right. Probably like 50 50 51 52, flip
0: it, Flipping flipping over to the other side real quick does anybody think we're going to see a Sanders surge or is or a, an O'Malley surge or something with Clinton happen or is this just going to play out as boringly as it looks like it's going to play out? I think
1: Sanders probably has a better like ground game in New Hampshire and places like that and we're going to think Hillary's going to trounce him and then voting will happen and that's not going to happen. And he'll do way. I think he'll end up winning, and people are like, "What the hell?" Then he'll start winning things left and right. Well, so you still well, think Bernie's going to win? Think
2: Hillary's actually healthy enough to be president. I mean, she can barely campaign. She can't. I mean, she's so like uh, she, her, her, she. They don't even put her out there really to campaign. Every campaign she's stop, she's sitting down. And it's these very <laughs> casual talks. I don't know. I, I, she's I don't a mother,
0: it. John. It's hard to stay in shape. You know, <laughs> it's hard to get to the gym every day grandmother grandmother too all right (laughs) all right guys well you know we could talk about more about that because uh mr snowden here is going to join me for a democratic debate recap show this weekend if you can believe that it's a democrat debate on saturday and uh, on monday we're going to have another one of these shows my god my god we're going to sit through a. uh, another debate, but it's uh, at least there's less people in this one. That's kind of that's kind of good, I think. And there should only be one warmonger in this one. Yeah, only uh, one to two, depending on Matt O'Malley. I I don't know. Yeah, he goes back
2: and forth. Well, instead of ISIS, it'll be gun control the whole time. So. There you oh, go. Oh,
0: God. Oh, yeah.
2: We're going to really be annoyed. That is going to happen.
0: All right, boys. But uh, until then, until the next debate, um, and until uh, about a month from now, when I imagine a similar crew will gather together to discuss the next GOP debate, a lot of crazy things could happen. We'll be talking about them. Until then, folks, why don't you guys join me? Why don't you guys all live long and, and
2: live free. free? By the way, Ted Cruz did go to Princeton and Harvard. Yeah, this he went. To, okay, he went to both. Went to, debate, Princeton
0: was the debate team. I don't think
1: he
0: ever debate debated at Harvard. Harvard. I don't think I
1: debate. Can't Harvard. debate I
0: can't
1: say he never had a debate. Maybe you should, though. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to be one of those.
0: Alright, dudes, I'm over this. Uh, you don't have to argue with your No. Nope. I don't do anything.
1: I surf the internet in court. God damn it, I should go to law school. <laughs> Alright. All right. take, like two years?
0: Three. Three? S- see you guys on the internet. <laughs> Alright, see, see you later. You guys, uh... Head of Editing and mastering is John Daughert. Contact Johnny53 at gmail.com.